0: listening to Just Getting Started. Excuse me. Um, I am Karnia Deloach and I'm very excited because God is really doing some big things. Like I've been noticing that the more I share my testimony, the more like I forget about how I have this fear and I'm gonna be real with y'all real transparent real quick. I had a fear of not speaking. I had a fear of that I didn't speak clear enough. I had a fear of all these things that I keep getting confirmations from so many people. But right. The biggest confirmation I'm getting is that God is like, even in this imperfection that I know that you, you see, and you kind of hold on to, I want to use this to make it your ministry, to make it your, your peace that pulls you to be apart from anything else that I know that you want to cling to you want to be a part of some things right but i've called you to be different you have to be different you have to be separated from among them you cannot do what everybody else does um very ironically that that's exactly what we're talking about today simply put god really did call us out to be separated like for us that are saved and we accept god as our savior we believe that he died on the cross we believe that he rose up we know that god <laughs> is the father right Jesus is the son the holy ghost we know that there are there are commandments because it's not rules it's a commandment for us to do certain things and because there is no retaliation immediately we sometimes play like we want what we want from God but we'll try to play him until we get it And then go do what we want. Right. I want to let you know that he will even take your mistake. Right. And flip it on your head and make it for purpose. So let's get into this episode today. Today is day 22. We are about to be done. Like March is about to be over with. I hope you're ready for April. I'm hoping you're anticipating and, and praying on what God has got for you. I'm hoping that you've gotten so much out of 20 minutes a day and you're able to go back and listen to these, y'all. This is so intentional so purposeful. So today, I'm very excited for you to live in this moment with me um, for 20 minutes. We're going to be talking about be ye separated. Very simple, right? I'm, I'm the type of person that I'm very laid back. I can have a conversation. I can be in a place that is different. I can do certain things. But when I'm called to be different, um, or I have a different perception, I have a different way of viewing things, um, I haven't always accepted me. See, I've accepted the other idea, but I didn't accept my own. So I was wrestling within but trying to fit in. And I want you to understand that this is really just heartbreaking ground. I want to be able to disturb you today. I don't want you to just listen. I want you to feel agitated. I want you to feel something's wrong here because I've done that too. And the only person we're hurting is who? Ourselves. So we have to understand somehow, some way. Right now, I'm going through a class that's going to help me understand that by the by the pain and... and trauma and trying and doing things that there was the biggest piece of me that I have not even really learned because I was trying to hide and quiet her you know she was the strongest virgin because she went through that moment see now the hi welcome from, welcome to Chick-fil-a how may I serve you see that that person she only hit that from nine to, by nine to five <laughs> she was good at that but the person that went home and not had you know you worked um and closed and my paycheck was like, what, four fifty two. My rent is like four solid. I only got $57. I got a light bill. I got a phone bill. I got all these other bills, right? And then <laughs> other things come about. But somehow, even with that little bit, right, I was still able to go out. <laughs> I was still able to go party and do these things um, at that age. And that's what you do, right? You, and then your other friends, they got a little bit more money. So we take our little bit, add it together. We just go out, have fun. But it was just for the moment. Satisfaction for a moment. It killed a lot of us in areas that we didn't even... Some of us ain't even recovered in yet. Let me be real with y'all. Because we were trying to chase and have fun and do these things. And it wasn't like we can't do it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it was the reason we were doing it. I know for me, it was to, it was to fit in. It was to be... Not to be ye separated. I remember going in... I don't know if I talked about that, but every time I went out somewhere, somebody was like, oh, you like you go to church. <laughs> uh, you look like a church girl or I would get the you, you are saved in that. It was always a joke about being the good person in the situation because I was right? But I was hearing it being laughed at and being told to me a different way as if I should not be that, as if I should do what they do. But then they just said that they won't accept me because they can see that I do what I do. And, um, where do I go? (laughs) Life is definitely changing. When I was in school, in high school, and then got out of school, went to college, started partying, started, I not really didn't even start partying. I would say I started adventuring, um, There's so many things now that are happening, and I don't even know what they are. That's how old I've gotten. Um, Because some of those ways, I died to them immediately. When I got to a place in my maturity with God, I was like, you know what? I can't do this no more. I can't step in this place. I know there's going to be temptation here, so I'm never going to put myself in this situation. Even when it was brought up and I had to wrestle with it again, I had to question myself and say, "What are you losing? What are you after? You gonna go in here and do what? You missing what? You know what are you? What what is the problem? Those are hard questions to answer because sometimes we won't, we won't answer. Them. We'll, we'll say them, and we'll just go ahead and do it anyways. And for that moment, it's fun, and it's just a moment. So I want to be able to tell you something. Right now, when you think about being separated, there's some. Anxiety that could creep in. There is some anticipation or some expectation of what does that mean? I want to give you the godly guidance, right, to lead to to allow that to lead you out of whatever you're among, because there's surrounding environments that are dark, and it is necessary for us to be able to i. It is necessary for us to be able to identify them. So. We have a light in us that shines very brightly. This is the light that we sing on Sundays, that you see the little kids on Sundays sing, Oh, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. No, it's not a song. It's a reality. It's, it's a truth. It's a hymn that people have made up long, 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 long time ago because somebody shined so bright that they couldn't do nothing else but sing about it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I want to let you know that that light is your spirit. Your body cannot encase your spirit. The things you go through, the things that you've been through, the darkness that you're surrounded in right now, it cannot take out the light that's within you. It can try, okay? It can give you, I mean, it could pull your neck, teeth, I mean, you could go through so many things. Somebody would think that you shouldn't even be here, but you are. And in that same environment, there's only going to be one expectation of it, to repeat itself, to do the same thing. It's predictable. So the only way you can really see God is to be honest by letting go of what you know. Let me be real with y'all. I had to. I came to a place, I think I would say almost three to four times in my life that I gave up everything I owned, everything I knew. And that was my way of living. Some of it was not always a good move. Some of it was not always a good um, purpose behind it. Um, but the reality is, God still was able to work that for my good. And so, when He calls us out among them, He's definitely talking to our spirit. It takes a while for your flesh to try to you gonna. It's gonna buck. Anybody know what a buck means? Is It's, it's going to fight, okay? Because it's used to doing what it wants to do, and it will never submit to what God desires. It's a constant fight that you have to put on every day. That's why they say put on the armor of God. And you don't want to leave any pieces off because wherever it's off at, that's the first blow you're going to get. And the blow is not to knock off what's exposed. It's to knock off everything else or to get to a a vital organ so that it can just kill you how many times have you done something you feel like death was the biggest fear right or how many times have you heard something happen to somebody like are they dead right and then even when death is here now right I know personally I've experienced some classmates some peers just things have happened and death is real I've learned that there's no process that nobody taught us how to grieve A lot of us will retaliate. A lot of us will feel angry. A lot of us will blame ourselves. A lot of us will scream this RIP or, you know, rest in heaven. We do all these things, but it's like we walk around with that person still very much alive in our spirit. We've got to learn how to release, to be separated, and to know that, wow, this, I need to get it together because it's, okay, life is very much real. I'm living, but it's some people that's not. And there's some people that's walking around, and they sitting next to you. They your friend. They talking to you, or they they the coworker, or they the, the grocery lady, right? And their intentions to be called out or to be a light in the world to help somebody. That's not what they do. They they're actually called to get you distracted. And so, if you can't separate yourself, you can't identify who they are. It's gonna be a little bit tricky for you because how you gonna separate somebody? That you can't even identify who they are. <laughs> How are you going to separate yourself if you don't know where you're at? Okay? Um, it's very important for you to know that God is not... He is not like a dictator. He does not make anybody do anything. He gives us the ability to choose. That's why it's very important for us to have a leader or somebody over us to understand who God really is. I understand that many of you listen and you may not be a believer, but you need to understand that God, God is God and nobody can take that away. Like there's nothing nobody can do to change who he is. So the best thing to be honest is to at least grab an understanding. Okay. Okay. I'm not telling you that you my belief it needs to be your belief. I'm saying grab an understanding. Grab some material and understand it and develop a a value and respect and reverence. Because yeah. if 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 we don't get an understanding and we know that God saved us, We'll be saved. We'll be blessed. We will pro- We will have all these titles God promised us. Better yet, we'll have that and be in the land that God promised us, and we will misuse it. Not only will we will misuse it, but we will be so we'll be so dull in our thinking and in our habits that we will walk away from it. That when we think of separation, we think of separation from God instead of separation from man, instead of separation from flesh. See, there's there's time that we have to just be still. This is one of those moments, and I created this podcast for me. I created it for a voice that I could hear and be humiliated in to know that and when I say that, I don't want you to be like, oh, my goodness, what does that mean? I want you to understand because I was the same person that said I will not talk about that. I was the same person that said I'm not coming. I'm, I'm good. I'm going to be right here. Oh, you're a church girl. Yep, and I'm cool with it. I'm going to be here. You pass me the tequila. I was that person. And I had to fight her for the best pieces of me because that was not me. That was a piece of me that was trying to understand how to be. So for me being there and for me understanding that, okay, if I have a better me inside of me, do I just stop here? No. <laughs> There's still some things that we need separation from. There's still some things that we have to pull off of us or be able to allow um, a connection or a divine privilege from the Lord. You know, God puts things in certain places that will really just rip us. He wants that to happen because guess what? We have to come into a place where we're broken. I can't really, you know, I can't really tell you my brokenness because y'all can see it. Me talking and y'all hearing me clear, that is not a piece that I would say. God, I mean, the Lord really works on some things. If y'all knew the way that, um, I think it was my sophomore junior year, I was told that I had um, a different way of learning. I had knew that when I was younger, right, because I lived in poverty. I didn't really know how to read, and I was getting passed from grade to grade to grade, right? The whole don't leave a kid behind thing, right? Some of us needed to be left behind because we didn't have the structure to go forward. I didn't have that. And so I worked very hard. I I didn't know how to sound out sounds. And so in middle school, I had to watch phonics tapes that you watch as a child, right, to help me with my uh, middle school homework. And I was so frustrated from within that I was like, This is so simple, but I'm still not getting it. Like, I had to really work on speaking. Y'all think that this is coming out just smooth as day. I'm telling y'all, it has been some work. I had to isolate myself because I was like, I don't feel I was there. I don't feel I'm good. I don't feel this. And God is like, in your isolation, even though you've put yourself here, I'm still here. And so that is where I'm telling you, like, when you are separated, God is not saying separated depleted isolation, dropped off the earth, you only talk to him and and no, okay, that's more prideful and envy and greed to yourself, you're being, be honest, you'd be a little selfish, what I'm saying is it's necessary for you to be separated, if he's told you to not do something, but it's something you normally do, won't you try to listen, won't you try to stop trying and then do it, you know, won't you get upset with you because you know you could do better, you just haven't done it. That was my story. I knew I could have better. I knew I was working triple the times I was getting paid. There was no way somebody could equal the amount. I didn't even want them to equal it. It didn't make sense for you to. So I took some time to figure out who I was, and I'm still discovering that. And God is like, I've been who you were. Now you're coming into a season where I can call you out among them. (laughs) And so as we take a minute to just be still, to be quiet, to be able to identify our environment, I hope I haven't said too much, but I hope I've said enough to allow you to be shook and disturbed so that you want to see change in you. And when you change you, you can change the environment piece by piece because the only thing that you can control, again, is you, whether you're in control or out of control, You're still in control, literally, because it is your perception of what you're doing. The only person that can change that is you. It's not going to be easy. Didn't say that. Not going to be fair. Didn't say that either. I definitely can tell you that he's not going to leave you. God has never left me. He's never left me nor forsake me. He said that in his word. He's true to what he says. He says. There's times that I didn't show up for me, and he showed up. So I just want us to take a few minutes to be still, to be silent. I'm not going to breathe. I'm going to be silent. And whatever the Lord has for you in that moment, take it. Be separated from your negativity, from your own self-doubt, from your own Disbelief, be separated. Be who you were birthed to be. I hope you were able to get something out of this episode today. I'm not trying to be rude or trying to just jump on the situation. I'm just trying to let you know that when we speak a certain way, God gives us an idea or gives us an opportunity to see the idea of us being better, of us being who He called us to be. And if we do not separate ourselves, how will He be able to identify His children? his chosen children, the ones that he handpicked and made to be who they are, right? And we are trying to fit into places that we never belonged in or hanging out and doing things that we were never supposed to because, well, simply because of the environment. How many of us have heard the statement, I'm a product of my environment? I want to let you know that your environment and the product thereof is not bigger than God. I'm proof of that. My life has been separated in so many areas. And as I get older, I'm pretty sure there will be more separation. But the biggest thing is that this, as I search for answers in the wrong area, I found clues to the right place. (laughs) And God is so good with these different things that he tells me how to say them in a certain time, in a certain way. But the, the goal is, um, when you, let your, when you let this light so shine in you, you not only intoxicate yourself with this light, right, but it, others become attracted to it. And you help somebody else by doing something that you think is simple but is completely different to them. They don't see it as simple. They see it as brilliant, brilliant. A lot of times we write that moment off, but I want you to to declare of yourself that what I do know right now is enough. I don't have to go do anything else. What I know right now is enough, and what I do need to know, right, is who am I? only person that can give you that piece of understanding and know a little bit of it is God. And so stop avoiding it. Stop avoiding being separated. Stop avoiding trying to think that um, if people don't like me or people don't do this or this and that, that that, that I'm not in position to be a leader or I'm not, um, or that since I'm positioned to be a leader and they don't like me, that means that I'm not a good leader, right? It's not about that. It's about action. If you're separated, there's going to be action that shows that you're separated. I can't tell you from anybody else because what you're doing blends in with everybody else. See, this is what makes it difference, right? I don't see anybody that makes over $100,000. $100,000. I don't see them worry about some of the things that people make Like, they don't worry about things that maybe I worry about. Here's the difference, because it's not about the quality or the amount of money. There's an assurance of what they have. They know that they've made what? Over that amount. So that whatever would add up or come due, they have what? More than enough. How many of you know that God is assurance? That he has more than enough that when you contact him and you believe and you do what he's telling you, which is going to make you separated among many things, but you trust him. That in your trust, you're going to gain something that money, value, anything of those nature, toys, privileges, clothes, Jordans, whatever you seek in this material, it can't even famine to what God is going to give you. A lot of people would would laugh to tell you, um, "Oh, you rich, right?" But but some some people would say, "Well, you know, well, how come you don't got this, or how come you don't got that?" Um, I learned from my mentor a while back. I mean, and it, it shook me that I understood it then because I was so young. But I do understand that rich was never about money. <laughs> rich was about wisdom rich was about the remedy and how you could solve something naturally with your mind and your mouth and with the authority that God has given you despite the situation and still not be moved that's rich when you can infect somebody else's life and allow them to help you versus you know you get help right you're helping you by helping them um but you're not in a situation where you can do that. But you do it despite the situation. That's that's rich, that's wealth. That's being separated. That's saying I'm something. I'm better than what I what I've been through. I've done so much that I can do this now, right? But you're not thinking so highly of yourself that you don't look at the person that's not there and say, "Oh, I can't help you." See, rich is <laughs> rich is about making duplicates of believers and believers that are strong and that they are able to stand. You know, when when people pass away, many of us, a little bit off topic, sometimes we feel that that separation separates us, right? We feel disconnected. We feel these different areas. And oftentimes that separation from that loved one who's no longer here causes us to go through some things that God is, that God is knowing I think that's the best way to say it, that he sees, that he understands, that it hurts. But many times we, we take that moment and we don't want help. We don't want nobody to contact us. We don't, 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 don't. And we isolate ourselves when really we need to be in a place where we can shine. I really want to help you guys change your thought process in so many, in so many areas, but I have to be a living proof of the thoughts that I have. And so as you listen today, the day of 22, a better you wants you to be encouraged that if you felt in your spirit that you've been called out among them, you feel that you've not been able to accept that or you don't know how to operate in it, I dare you to be bold enough and pray for understanding to ask God for an anointing that will give you overflow after you are becoming more consistent and obedient because if if you're not going to win and you're not going to understand these things, and you don't separate yourself, how can your children, how can your niece, your family, your aunt, your cousin, your your friend down the street that you love, how can they if you don't do it? It just takes one person to step out on faith. Trust me, you will inspire so many people to live that everybody that is living, that has died, will see you and want to try again. (laughs) My name is Quanita Deloach. Everything I've said today has been real, authentic, genuine, the truth. I was a very uninspired person at one point in time, and I met one person, and they they ignited me with something that I could never, I couldn't put the flame out. It doesn't matter what that person or what their name was or who they were, but it does matter what they told me. And how it it ignited me, right? How I could not get away from it. They talked to me about a man named Jesus. And before I close, I want to let you know that at the name of Jesus, even the things that within you, you're wrestling with, they have to flee. His name is so powerful. Powerful. That even when you say it to yourself, when you hear it, there's like a nerve that is hit. There's a song, and I love this song. It says, there's power in the name. There's another song that talks about the power in the blood. And when you put all of these things together, you start to see why people at church slowly begin to segregate or not really segregate, but separate on how they praise. So there's a different type of, uh, there's nothing wrong with the version on which you worship. Not saying that everybody's respected in how you love God and how you do things. But for me and mine, I sometimes have to yell and scream and run because see, I remember that I should not be here. That the world in it itself, in its normal functions, tried to take me out. I should be separated from the living to the dead. But see, I'm still among the living. I want to make sure you understand. Here's the goal. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to have a great day. You're going to have a absolutely wonderful day. If you're among the living and you know that you've you been told, you've been called, you've been guided, you've been heard, um, you've been hearing about this. Somebody's came to you and told you. Hey, look, despite everything you've been through, this is what I see God telling you. Oh, did it? You know, without a shadow of a doubt, there's something more for you. I want you to take this moment of the living, and I want you to hear me. Take this moment and live.